0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Two Bros Podcast. We are Two Bros. This is the Two Bros Podcast. Welcome, welcome. We are now in week number 10, getting closer, getting closer. And uh, as December is upon us, things have changed a bit. And we'll get into that. But uh, the highlight of this week was the extreme weather we had between uh, Korea and China we had been given a bit of a weather warning in an email prior to uh... leaving but nobody told us it's gonna be this bad and this might have been the worst weather i've ever experienced on a ship and it's funny because uh, earlier i was just uh, speaking to a colleague and i said the ship is rather stable it doesn't get really tossed around in, the, in bad weather but boy did we get tossed around but a couple of reasons for that, that we are basically uh, empty at the moment and uh yeah our gm was really high now that gm is uh transverse the height of the transverse meta center that basically designs uh tells you what how stable your ship is so on an empty ship we had a lot of ballast and uh, our center of gravity is very low but we were getting tossed around like anything i mean everything my books my uh, electronics everything fell off the shelves uh, everything on the floor. And uh, over, oh, had at one point, like the chair that I'm sitting, I'm sitting on right now, my uh, desk chair, eventually came around the the desk, the work desk, and it's obviously this one has wheels on it. So this one it came around the desk by itself over a period of time, and then basically started banging on the ba- on the bedroom door, and I was wondering what the hell that sound is. And when I opened the door, I had this chair just coming at me at full speed. So yeah, I had to basically tip it over, and it stayed there for the night. Additionally, I had this uh, jar of a herbal tea and stuff that fell off the shelf. The cover popped open, and it just rolled on the floor, just laying out one straight line of uh, tea on the on the carpet. And then the plants fell down. Everything. It was just chaos. Luckily, uh, my laptop and my uh, other expensive stuff, I would say, was just, they was they were okay and yeah eventually i had to uh, change where i was sleeping because uh, the bedroom is lined up to sleep in line on the uh, the long the the axis of the ship the center line of the ship i had to switch across to the couch which is uh, more basically parallel to the direction of the roll and then it becomes a little bit easier to handle because then you're not being thrown off your bed every every now and then yeah, that was insane, man. I mean, I've never. This is. I mean, I've seen bad weather, but this was. This was just something else. There's a point where we were just rolling to one side, and we hadn't come back where another wave hit us, and then we were rolling some more in the same direction. I really thought we we're gonna get it this time, but hung on, and then we made it to the next port barely. It was a long night. Luckily, I was not on watch. A lot of alarms, a lot of weird stuff, a lot of things tripping, and uh, yeah, the duty engineer had a long, long night. So yeah, that happened. Anyway, then we got to the port in Ningbo and uh, we had an air cooler leak repair which was planned. Now something, this is very weird, now this ship went on dry dock and for some reason it's a story on a lot of ships which go to dry dock in China, they just come back with leaking air coolers. I remember doing this uh, job on my last ship as well. But it was a bit of a misunderstanding from the guys who have been here, They they were under the impression that they have to withdraw the entire air cooler to fix it but it was a relatively simple job and uh, we just disconnected one flange saw the o-ring was completely broken cleaned the area took off the metal gasket cleaned it nicely over there and then uh, put some high temperature grease and put the new o-ring back and that's it box it back two hours we're done wanted to check how if it's if it's sealing if it's good or do we need to do anything else because i found a lot of sealant on the uh, on this on the surfaces i don't know if this was put before or after the overhaul uh, in the dry dock. so and again between uh, the ports of Ningbo and Shanghai we didn't really do a lot of uh, speed but I did check I did manage to get a check I didn't find any leaks but at lower rpms you don't really uh, get a lot of air pressure in the air cooler so you never know and uh, yeah but we're going to be in Shanghai in a few days we're currently at anchor outside Shanghai because we're a bit early and our schedule is uh, it's changed a bit so we're going to be here for a few days. And when we go in Shanghai, we're going to do the other side of the air cooler. And, uh, yeah, hopefully that does the trick. Now in Ningbo, it was uh, a long stay. The minute we got alongside, we had we were called on the PA system and everybody to line up around uh, the gangway. And we had quarantine come on board. They checked everyone's temperature. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just standard protocol now in basically all the Chinese ports. We've been having temperature checks everywhere. And, uh, yeah that was that we left Ningbo got a lot of got a lot of work done which was all planned and uh, in the port itself we managed to get a lot done instead and also we had two spare pistons which were standing on the stowage positions which needed to be overhauled and uh, I, we basically had about a day so we started at 8 in the morning and we ran through it basically and luckily we got uh, both of them overhauled in the same day so that was always good and uh, yeah so that was Ningbo and then we left we headed uh, towards Shanghai at a very slow rpm barely because the distance between Ningbo and Shanghai is about 110 miles or something not that much and then uh, the, since December I started I think I reckon the top two the captain and the chief engineer are quite big on Christmas they had purchased a lot of uh, gifts in advance when we were in Europe and uh, they're all gift wrapped and now uh, what they're doing is every single day uh, one person, they, they draw out names from a uh, uh, bunch of stuff and they've written the names on surgical gloves <laughs> and they've inflated them into balloons. So everyone, uh, every day they pick out one name and that person gets the gift which is designated for that day. Simple stuff, it's uh, t-shirts, it's caps, it's coffee mugs, it's bottles, it's, uh, I I believe it's a set of badminton rackets as well in there, I don't know, bunch of stuff. So 23 of us on the ship, and on the 24th apparently there's a big prize, so it'll be some kind of a lucky draw, or a game or something, or you have to do something to win it, I don't know. So yeah, it's interesting, it's a nice uh, uh, surprise, I guess, everyone... uh, kind of waits in anticipation for the evening to see if their name has been drawn out eventually everyone will get a something something and uh, yeah so today it was uh, the second officer the day before it was the third officer so i i don't know what that's about i'm wondering if the deck department's up to something but anyway the other thing i would like to mention is that the it's how nice it is to have 4g high-speed internet when you're near the ports now, when I I came here, I used to it used to be the whole thing about getting physical SIM cards and uh, uh, paying cash for all of this stuff, and then using the the SIM card in your phone. After I came here, I was told about this app Airalo, was it ALO, I don't know, A I R A L O, where you basically purchase eSIMs for whatever network you're in or whatever country you're in, and you pay online, and uh, that's it, your SIM basically comes to your phone by itself. And that's it. It's 4G internet, and it's so good. And I, I mean, even now at the moment we are in uh, anchor at near Shanghai, and there are some islands around us. The nearest island is about five miles away. And if you really, if you're facing that direction of the ship is towards that side, you do get a good uh, 4G uh, internet. And man, I I believe we just take good internet for granted back on land. But when it really, really, the speed, you can just tell the difference, and it's so much nicer. Like at the moment, I don't have LTE because my cabin's the other side, and the ship's Wi-Fi is just crap today. It's absolute garbage. So, yeah. I mean, I tried to put up something on Instagram. It took forever. This episode is also going to probably struggle to get up there, but I'm going to try. But yeah, what a good feeling LTE is, and uh, I think you pay a normal amount, ten fifteen dollars, and it just gets you a couple GB of data, which is I think it's quite decent to be honest. I mostly spend it on. Uh, catching up with uh, uh, the YouTube videos of Manchester United, the matches that we've been playing, just watching the highlights on YouTube, because, again, there's no internet, you can't open, I mean, there is internet, but you can't open videos of decent lengths, you can't watch, YouTube is blocked, and, uh, yeah, you can't, you you don't get to see any of this stuff, so this is the only time where you can open YouTube and uh, watch these things that you've missed out on, basically. And of course the netflix app works surprisingly so if something does come out i do uh, go out and download a movie or something and see what else is trending and whatever people whatever else people are talking about so download a movie here or there based on that but on the ship's wi-fi it's just next to impossible i mean people with samsung phones and whatever chinese phones they can download movies off telegram apparently that's a thing i don't know about that but uh, they can download movies on the ship's wi-fi as well but then if people start doing that then there's no bandwidth for anyone else so yeah anyway so yeah that's pretty much it it's been chilly it's been uh raining it's been rough weather all around this uh, chinese coast but uh looks like we're all past that we just have one port left in shanghai it's already a bit warmer to be honest it's really cold when you're up there in Dalian and especially in Korea. I was down to like three or four degrees at night, even even one degree at one point, I think. And uh, yeah, but no snowfall like I was predicting. But uh, surely, when we get to Europe in January, there will be um, some semblance of snow somewhere. So yeah, now after Shanghai, we're going to be there. We're going to be in Shanghai for a day or two, and then on our way down towards warmer areas. And you know, you know, I prefer warmer areas. So we're going to be in Malaysia at some point between. The 12th and the 14th, post that off to Suez, post that uh, Rotterdam, and that's it. That's where my journey ends with this ship. Uh, I hope you like this episode. I hope you've liked the journey we've had so far. It's been interesting, to say the least. Uh, we carry on. I'm going to keep posting episodes every Saturday about what else happens on board. We are getting closer to Christmas, and we are getting closer to my sign-off. So, if you have any questions that you want answered, if you want me to talk about anything else... Uh, if you want, maybe I can uh, touch up on some things which you want to you want to hear about, I guess. And uh, let me know. And uh, again, as always, uh, those who know me can reach out personally to me, and everyone else can reach out on the Two Bros Podcast dot WordPress dot com. Send us a message, give us a like, and of course, just leave a comment on your app of your choice, your podcast app of your choice. It does help us out. It puts us on a map, basically. It you know we reach out to more people that way. And in the end, isn't that what we're all trying to do? Get noticed, I guess. Yep, ready. So, yep, thank you for joining us and I will see you next Saturday. Cheers.